0: Okay, hello and welcome to the second episode of Don't DIY. Um, My name is Mark Jambrone. I'm the host of the show. Uh, This is an independently broadcasted talk show uh, focused on the discovering and helping to spread the word of local artistry related to the Philadelphia region. Um, With the first episode, I kind of uh, preface what the project is going to be about, which is talking and finding uh, artists within my community um, who are focused on projects, whether they are music related or other multimedia projects, uh, video making, filmmaking, uh, what have you, and and trying to get their story out. So um, this episode is going to be about uh, Jason Miller, uh, who is right next to me if you'd like to say hello.
1: Hi, how are you doing?
0: I'm doing well, Jay. How are you doing?
1: Fantastic. Thanks for having me on.
0: Um, I'm just super glad that you're here and you're willing to talk to me. So Jason Miller, I've known him for uh, a while. He worked with the band that I was in, I talked about UU Dark Forest. We had done, He had done film uh, projects for us, some music videos, interviews. He filmed us uh, when we were working in the studio. But Jay has done um, a multitude of different projects involving other music videos, short films, uh, full-length films, and I kind of want to talk to him a little bit about what he's doing and and everything. So, Jay, um, if you could just tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from, how old you are. Cool. So um, I'm almost 30, the big 3 in June.
1: Um, Congratulations Thank you, thank you uh, So I live in Westchester right now uh, I grew up in Chaffant, which is right outside Dole's So I've been suburbs of Philly my whole life um, So as a filmmaker, I've been in the industry uh, for nine years I've been doing it professionally for nine years But I've always had a passion for film And you know, creating something with the camera Has always been right. awesome for me
0: Yeah um, Okay, so I just want to kind of start talking about um, like what your focus is. Like, uh, so you've created um, numerous um, short films, you've done um, music videos, you've actually done a full-length um, film. So tell me a little bit about the process for you, how you get started. Um, you know, when you when you approach someone about a new music video, or when they approach you, say they contact you, um, how do you go through the motions on how to? correctly put um, a video to their music or whatever uh, whatever project they wanna get involved in with you that you're using um, your camera. Um, how do you go about thinking about how you want to display it, the visual aspect of it, the visual aspect of it, how you want it to be shown and and presented to an audience.
1: Yeah. Uh, Well, the big thing I I do is when I work with artists, uh, musicians is to be collaborative with them to not be a uh, one-sided affair in a sense, you know uh, that we, we all are, uh, have a common idea or a common understanding of what we want to visually represent their song which is really cool i i love collaborating with them it, it helps my process um because i can't think of everything you know they could have a really cool visual idea and i'm just like hell yeah let's do that right um so reaching out to artists so it's i like i said i've been in the industry for about nine years now um but i've only been working with uh, musicians and artists for the past couple years uh three years i believe Um, and that's just because, uh, I just started to, you know, it, it it was, it was, uh, well, I I could say how I started working with artists is with you, Mark, uh, with you, Dark Forest, your old band. So, um, I went to Kutztown for two years, uh, before I went to film school. And, uh, when I was at Kutztown, I had a, a really close friend there, Logan Baker, and, uh, when I left Kutztown to go to film school, you were at Kutztown, and you befriended Logan, and then you guys gained a relationship. And then, years down the line, I think it was almost like four or five years to tell you the truth, uh, was the I, best man at my wedding. <laughs> so Logan we, we, was, did, yeah. we did, we yeah. did g- yeah. gain quite a
0: relationship. For yes,
1: sure. uh, and uh, so uh, about like five years, like I did my film thing and then started working in the industry, and then uh i reconnected with logan and he's like i'm going to this show in kutztown uh these buddies of mine are in a band and i know you do film so it'd be cool if you come up and film or something like that i was like sweet yeah i'll come up and that's where i met you guys yeah
0: i certainly remember that night i mean this is the first time i'm meeting you and i remember logan uh asking me like you know my my friend's gonna come up film the show um, is that something you guys are interested in? And we were absolutely gung-ho at the time. I mean, we were. that sounded great. Um, and I think the first thing that I remember talking to you about with or the, the, what I talked to other members of the band with was, just how stoked you were on the project, like how ready you were to get working. And I'm actually remember the biggest thing that I remember about that was how quick of turnaround that video was. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, we had worked with maybe other people doing stuff, but I mean, I've never seen someone who was just like on it. So I could tell that in your free time you were, you were going home, you were working on it, editing it. And-
1: yeah. Yeah. Well that, that first video was, was interesting I did for you. So yeah, I came up there just to shoot your show and you know, who knows what would come out of it or whatnot, but right. it was funny too. Cause, uh, like I didn't know you guys. I didn't know your set or anything like that. Um, I set my camera up, and there's a band previous to you, and you know all the lights in the place are up, and cameras love light, uh, right. so you dark forest takes the stage and i'm all set you know ready to hit record and then all the lights go off and i didn't realize that they played (laughs) in the dark (laughs) so i was like oh well
0: we're playing instrumental music yeah we gotta be lights have to be low the atmosphere sure of course and that
1: that works perfectly not so great for video though (laughs) but yeah Yeah. so it was so i had to you know open up the shutter and it it became this like really cool like strobe thing just to get enough light into the camera. Um, and yeah, I'm glad you guys digged it for what it was.
0: (laughs) I mean, it was, it was great. The the, the video was great. I mean, we were, we were just kind of blown away that you were um, someone local and ready to get to work and, and just, you know, you weren't asking for any payment or anything. You just wanted to get kind of some exposure.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, um, from working with you um and and your band uh really opened my eyes to the possibilities of creating other art with other artists and being collaborative and just doing some really cool pieces you know and just open up that that door that I had never really walked into um because I, I didn't know anybody in bands I didn't right. I didn't know how to approach artists and not be like let me make a video for you and there's like who's this guy you know right like, yeah how you know, do you even I, go about yeah, starting and, that process and I'm I'm not the very I'm, I'm not the most sociable to in, in like, if somebody's right in front of me, I had never talked to him before. And like, I, I don't, I'm not very good at selling myself. Yeah. It's so, hard to come
0: up to someone and, and just start yeah. saying all the traits about you and yeah. why you should be able to make the film yeah. for them.
1: So it was, so making videos for you has really helped me, uh, share those videos with other artists and then they could see what I can do. And then that opens up a dialogue and, also, the internet is, is great to uh, to reach out to artists because everybody's so connected now. Um, right. So um, that's what I just started doing. Just started Facebooking different artists that right. I enjoy their music. And um, I was just like, I'd love to work with you.
0: Yeah. So, I, I mean, you started out in, in Kutztown. You went to uh, – you did their film.
1: Yeah, it was an Electron Media program. Okay. Uh, which was – you know, Cut Sound's not known for their film at all. It was no. just, a, just a very little section they had. So it was it was a lot more T V prone and just, you know, basic knowledge of terms and everything like that. Like my first year there, I didn't handle a camera at all, except for the cameras in the newsroom, which are those big,
0: you know, cameras with the
1: teleprompter. Yeah, the T V studio. studios with the wheels, you know, and everything. Kind of so, more,
0: more of like a news broadcast. Exactly. Television exactly. camera. Yeah. Which yeah.
1: definitely limits your creative you know, yeah, <laughs> what you can do. Great. I briefly
0: was in that program and I, um, because I thought I wanted to get involved in broadcasting, um, or just being a part of the film, like that, that was what I wanted to do when mm-hmm. I went to school initially. I was only there in that program for a short time because I quickly realized that Kutztown it was not the place for me to go and pursue yeah. a career in filmmaking of any kind. I mean, right. I mean, you, you got kind of used to their equipment, you got some kind of introductory. Introductory um, explanation on things, but it wasn't, um, it, it just didn't seem like it was at the forefront right. of like something like full sale or something. Right. Well, where and, you go and, down there and.
1: And not to say anything bad about Custown, but that's not what they were for. You know, right, that's not what right. they were about. They just had that there available. It wasn't the best, but you know.
0: Right. Before you went to Kustown, I mean, it was. It, so how long have you been into like making films? Like, Did you know before you went to school that that's so, what you wanted to do? Yeah, I,
1: I would say it really hit me in high school. Um, it was uh, junior. Yeah, it goes junior, senior, right? Yeah, junior. <laughs> so yes. in my junior year of high school, I was uh, part of the uh, communications class. And that class just really opened up my eyes to being creative and in, in the use of video. And uh, so every morning, or I don't know if it was every morning, it was maybe once a week, uh, that they would have, like, videos up on, like, for homeroom and everything. Like, it would be, like, the morning videos or, or yeah, like, like, morning, morning announcements, where morning they announcements show something. and they would have some videos and everything. So sure. the communications class were would produce those videos. Okay, yeah. So it was really cool to produce – uh you know uh, cool stuff that was being shown and one of the first things i did was uh fashion or not fashion week um what's it called where spirit week spirit week where you where you dress up in something different each day for the week or something like that okay so and there was a theme for each day so we made a video kind of like a a runway video we had everybody dress up in each day's clothing style and we did kind of like a runway kind of like a thing Pre- uh, preceding the week of Spirit Week, so, you know. Right, and that would get shown to the whole school? Yeah, yeah whole school during homeroom and everything, so and that, yeah, that was really yeah. cool. Um, plus, it was just, uh, the teachers I had there were very uh, open to just you exploring the, the possibilities uh, of creating stuff with video, and uh, that that's really just opened my eyes to the possibilities of, like, this is what I want to do, you know? Like, right. like I, I just felt great. Like, uh, during lunch period, I would not go to the lunch room i would go to the editing bay and eat my lunch in there and edit stuff i was working on so like for the last two years of high school i was hardly in lunch i was just always in the editing bay but it was it was great it was fun like i loved sitting in front of the computer and and putting different shots together and creating different stories and yeah it was just it was it was eye-opening to me and, and just you know uh, you know, I I love films and watching films, but now I'm creating films. You know, I'm I'm creating stuff that I love watching on t- TV. In a you know, in the sense like right. So it it was really really cool for me.
0: Yeah, that's that's awesome. So you, you so you had that experience in high school. You went to Kutztown, and then you decided that was not. What you wanted to that wasn't going to do it for you, so then you went down to Florida,
1: right? Yeah, so I found this little school down in West Palm Beach, Florida. Uh, it's only eight month, eight month long program. Uh, I had I think seven other classmates, and it was really cool. It's just like intensive. It was, it, what the biggest thing I took out of that school was not how to look like an ass on set, which is right. Kind of important, you know, like if you look like you know what you're doing, you know, it's half the battle in a sense sometimes. That's a mantra for everybody. I mean, you can walk
0: as long as you know and look like you know what you're doing. (laughs) Sure, yeah. No one's really going to say anything to you. Right,
1: right. But yeah, it was great. So, uh, And also we we learned from industry professionals. They were our teachers. We had a screenwriter come in in and uh, we would write our script. So our thesis was to create a 12 to 15 minute short film and each student uh, would – create that and then we would be different roles on that person during production so we were taught by an actual dp came in told us how to use the cameras uh a gaffer came in told us how to use the lighting uh we got certified in apple editing where we edited our short films plus being certified by an apple an apple guy came in and everything so that was that was really cool and uh just being different roles on each person's film uh, just, just, just help you understand all the aspects of everybody's role on set and like okay. really how sets are run, even though these were very, cause uh, that's a foreign atmosphere. If you don't know what you're doing. Sure. Sure. Of course. And the sets could be one person with a camera or they could be, you know, you got a grip truck with like tons of lights and tons of people, you know, it's, it's, right. it could be very large, but, uh, this, this was very small group but it, it was it was just cool to be in the atmosphere of everybody just wanting to create film and you know and uh, i would say half the students there didn't go on to do you know go into the industry or anything like that they just right. wanted to they had a passion for it and sure. they just wanted to create something and it was you know it was a financially avi- available school you know it didn't cost much so and you're in west palm beach florida for a year you know it's like hey, it's beautiful down yeah, there yeah, yeah. Why not? um yeah so that that was a very very cool
0: experience for me down in west palm beach oh, okay yeah that's excellent um so what? Then you moved back to the area, which, and you're, again, so you're originally from the Doylestown area.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's from Chauvin. Uh I always say Doylestown because not a lot of people know Chauvin, but it's right next door to Doylestown. Um, so Bucks yeah. I, County. I, Bucks County. Bucks um, County. So I uh, came back from Florida. Um, I was thinking about staying in Florida, but I was broke. <laughs> so it right. wasn't really viable for me to stay in Florida. So I came back and I was like, all right, so I'm going to see if I can you know, get myself into a production company and see how I can get myself into the industry. Cause I, this, I, from then I was just like, this is what I want to do.
0: Wow. Yeah. Um, you just kind of
1: knew a lot harder said than done. Uh, I can only <laughs> so, imagine. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I came back. Um, it, it, so, so I came back in 2007 and, uh, for video production companies, uh, they, a lot of their clients, I'm gonna say almost all their clients are businesses, manufacturers, uh, corporations, pharmaceuticals. Financial, blah, blah, blah.
0: Tied to the economy?
1: It it tied to the economy. In 2007, we all know what the economy was like around that time. So the first thing to go for a company is a marketing budget if times are tight. And thus, that trickles down to production companies, which rely on marketing budgets to get work for... Companies. I mean, yeah, so, I it's a
0: huge department, but I yeah. guess the first thing people might yeah. cut or and businesses might cut. Sure.
1: And and nobody was hiring. Like I reached out to yeah. anybody. Like I Googled Map Philadelphia and then production companies and all the you know all the products come up and just call each number, email each person, just nothing. So wow. I just did some landscaping. I had landscaped for about six months after I got out. I got back to Philly, and my mom actually while I was at work would go on <laughs> Craigslist and help me. Search for opportunities, you know, and you know for for people looking for work or whatnot like that, right? And that was uh, nice of her, very nice, mom. And <laughs> it's Mother's Day tomorrow, so happy yeah. Mother's Day, mom. Happy Thank you mother's, very much. Yes, happy yes. Mother's Day tomorrow. No, but I owe her a lot because she did, she did that. uh you know she, it, she didn't have to do that, but she did it. You know, it was, right, good, right. It was Great. You know, and and that led. Plus, she to, wanted to get you out of the house. You're living that's in That's right. Home. That's right. Yeah. She's <laughs> like, get out. Um. But uh, that, that actually turned out to be. She actually found where I'm employed at right now. Um, so I'm actually an independent contractor. I, I, I I'm a sense a freelancer. You know, Jay Miller Infocus Media is my business name attached to Jay Miller. Um, but uh, I've been working for the past nine years with a company called Videonet in Malvern, um, and they do you know corporate videos and everything. Um, but uh, she found them on Craigslist, which Craigslist is amazing. Let me tell you, it's I found so many things. That's oh, a Craigslist. great resource. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, so it's it's Ron Strobel. He, it's, it's, it's a, a one man band operation. He's been, uh, he, I my mean, gosh, I think we're in our like 21st year that he's owned the business. Wow. Um, and he was doing everything himself. He was going out, getting the clients, uh, shooting, editing, and delivering the final product. And it just got to a time where he, uh, Wanted to just bring in the business and have somebody else do the the production work. He would be overseeing it, but you know, he he just he just did it for a while. And he was at the time I met him, he was sixty. So wow. you know, yeah, yeah. So he
0: kind of wanted some like a protege to help to sure, train about sure, the company. Yeah. Yeah. And and
1: the Craigslist ad, he wasn't looking for somebody to take over that role. He wanted somebody to do cold calls. Uh So oh, it, okay. it wasn't anything to do with like actual production work. Right. But for me, I was like, you know, I'll I'll do it. I'll you know so. It, it was a list of numbers to call companies and be just like, "Does your company need a video need <laughs> or anything like that?" <laughs> right? And, yeah. You know, all of them said no, but but so you know, I wrote down you know this number and then I said no, they don't need, they have a video already, blah blah blah, and I sent it back to him. And then a couple of days later, he got back to me and uh, said that I was the only person to send back the list, even oh, though I wow. didn't get any business for him. Uh, I was one of eleven people to answer the Craigslist ad where he sent out all the numbers to and I was the only one to return it. So he So other said, people applied for this job and just did not get paid. Right, to him. right, applied for the opportunity. There was no job really. It was just like cold call. You know, there was no right. there's no saying like if you cold call you're gonna be part of the company. You know, it was just like the just right.
0: cold call. Just do this yes. and see yeah, yes. see
1: how it goes. And then he, he's like, All right, you did this, this shows some initiative. Um and so he invited me into Uh, his office and uh i told him i can edit he gave me a couple edit jobs and then as the months went on i was shooting more and uh more roles on production side and then nine years later um the the title he gave me is director of operations uh but i edit i shoot i do all the production work and handle clients as well um but uh but yeah, that's that's what you know. I, I I'm very lucky in the position that I found. Uh, that but you worked for it. I worked for it, for sure. Yeah, um, a lot of hard work, actually, a really a lot of sacrifice. Uh, a sacrifice in the sense where I kind of solely focused on that, solely focused on work, um, and it, it did it did kind of not so much ruin relationships, but it, it just it,
0: it I wasn't. You were determined to get your. Film I was in 22, the door. and yeah, like I, I wasn't doing
1: what 22s were doing. I was just working, you know. Yeah, exactly. Right, I wasn't right. going out to bars. I wasn't, you know, doing, you know, doing all that kind of stuff. Having you had fun. a passion
0: for making films, and that's something that you yeah, wanted to pursue yeah, yeah, I was having fun
1: doing that, and that's what I wanted to do. Like I had, I had these I, in my head. I like I have these goals, you know, and 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 I just wanted to get to them. And um, uh, VideoNet was a, a great launching pad for me. That I'm very lucky that uh, I have the opportunity to work there and still work there.
0: So right, right. Um. Yeah, that's great. I mean, so, okay, so while you're at Videonet, you start InFocus Media. So tell me that's a little right. bit about InFocus Media and, um, and your position cool. within that.
1: So I create InFocus Media just as a, as a side thing um, so I could do my creative work. Because, like, I go, I go to work. It's not 9 to 5 at all. Like, in the in the industry, it's like you can have an extremely busy week, and then the next week nothing's going on. Okay, So yeah. Sure. It, it, it's flexible. It, yeah, so I had a lot of downtime. And... I didn't really start working doing creative work like doing short films documentaries and music videos until about three years ago um and the biggest part was you know meeting you guys um but that just that just uh led me to uh expand and
0: uh you got kind of you got interested in doing the creative aspects yeah i'm really glad that we could help facilitate no that. You,
1: you guys did uh, that's why i didn't have i didn't have the uh, somebody to uh to to brainstorm with i didn't yeah. have those individuals my age to to really collaborate with
0: who had similar passions stuff. about getting stuff exactly out and just yeah. doing art yeah yeah i yeah. mean i can remember talking to you very early on and just immediately having a connection where you were passionate about doing these videos we at the time were really into making music and and trying to play out and it was it, that was great that was a really creative time um so that so okay so Infocus media is your own uh brainchild <laughs> yeah i guess yeah well it's just in focus media is just a name to attach to jay miller in a sense
1: it's to be a little more proper or or you right know, so, right so, to put, so, a,
0: put put a name to this right ex- uh,
1: exactly yeah but it is just me you know doing everything um uh but yeah in focus media you know, like I, I, music videos is what I've been doing recently. Um, I've done a couple documentaries, uh, a couple short films. You have helped me out on. We did a feature line together. Uh, we did a, sh- uh, a couple short films together.
0: Yeah, I mean, so the couple short films that you've done. So, let's talk about. Um, so, Violet.
1: Yeah, I, I know that's Violet. a project that
0: you were involved in. Can you do? You want to yeah. talk a little bit about that? And um...
1: sure. So, so um, I'm huge into Vice Media and Vice. Uh, you know what? Well, well, the kind of journalism they they have on, and right they put out there. Vice it's-
0: had some really great stories at, um, I mean, I can remember like some of the most famous stuff with like they're going across borders into North Korea and right. stuff. You know, I'll tell you what, I see on Vice Media now though, like Facebook, they'll be like, You know, an interview with a guy who ate only peanut butter for the (laughs) whole week. And it's just like, I I don't know what, I don't know what those stories are now, but I know Vice had some really, it is. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's it's human relations stuff. Yes. And, and
1: they tackle a lot of subcultures, you know, subcultures are all around us and we just don't really see them, you know, but they're all there, you know, and everything. And, and I'm, I'm interested and fascinated by the not normal, you know, unique, um, so Violet, um, so uh, I wanted to do a documentary on uh, dominatrix. So okay, uh, dominatrix. Yeah, and the internet's an amazing place. Let me tell you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I met this young woman in uh, Philadelphia, and she agreed to uh, have me come along on a trip with her uh, to document her. What she does as a dominatrix, and she was like a true dominatrix, you know, nothing sexual. Everybody was clothed and everything okay. like that, but it it was the uh, the pleasure from the fetish, you know, whatever it it was. And let me tell you, it was quite interesting. I'm sure, you know? that was they, intense. They yeah, they, uh, so yeah, it could be like just a brief example is uh, like one dude would just like one her to stick his her armpit in his face for a couple minutes and that's it and that's it <laughs> you know that's oh my god yeah and yeah you know and a lot of people in their minds like think dominatrix are, like whips and everything like that there is that but it's right. it's it's all particular to i guess the whole dom and sub relationship that culture and, yeah oh yeah. god that's, that's but, fascinating but but everything everything all, all the documentary stuff i do um, I'm more interested in the individual than rather what the individual does. You know, like she's a dominatrix, but I, I want to – yeah, she does that. But I want to learn more about her and about her feelings her, and sure. her emotions and, and her thoughts and just what she goes through, you know, rather than
0: telling you what a dominatrix is because I don't – you know, I don't, Right. There's probably other things sure. that tell you that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So you want to kind of put your own um, – Yeah interesting spin on it sure yeah. so i mean so when you sat down to think about how you wanted to do the project did you know right away how you wanted to style it how you wanted it um how you wanted to kind of piece it together
1: no that that one actually would just kind of unfolded itself um I, we didn't do the interview to the last i like doing the interviews uh, as the last part of production whenever i do like a documentary piece because uh, interview is kind of like help tell the story along but i like to do like to go out on the road or or go film whatever the individual does or, and, and then afterwards we talk about it, you know, and that's part of the interview. And I think that helps relate and helps carry the footage, you know, that I shot previously and help string it all together. Um, but yeah, this was just a, you know, I went on a four day trip up to uh, Albany, New York and uh, Hartford, Connecticut with her um, in a beaten down pickup that uh, was Pretty much held together by duct tape, you know, <laughs> duct tape, and uh, yeah, it was it was pretty rad. It was uh, she's on her own clock, so we got like no sleep, like I don't know, <laughs> we didn't sleep at all. Wow. But it but it was great, you know. It's and and uh, one thing I I appreciate from her so much is just allowing me to document what she's doing and to and I don't want to tell her story i'd rather her tell her story via what i'm filming her you know what i mean right i don't, don't want right. to manipulate or 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 say you do this or you do that or we shouldn't do this we shouldn't do that no you do your thing and then whatever you do is that's what's gonna be you know
0: okay yeah so that's and, and you, that's how you figured out how you wanted to kind of put it together you wanted sure. to base it off of you know what she was going through and and yeah um you know, her life. Yeah. In particular. Yeah.
1: yeah. And the um, footage we captured, like, I didn't know what we were going to shoot or right. what we we're going to get. And then at the end of the four days, you know, I had good footage to tell a story. So that's how it all developed. And tell you what, in post, that's where you make the movie. It's like, one thing I've learned, it's like you, you write a movie and then you shoot the movie and then you edit the movie. It's like three different aspects and they could change throughout the thing. So it's 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 hard to... For me, I don't want to be st- strictly to what I if, – if, if, if I'm writing, like, a fictional thing, you know, I don't want to have to be, like, totally straight, like, this is exactly what it's got to be because this is what I wrote it to be, you know? No, let it evolve. If something happens on set, that's great. Yeah, evolve from that. If something happens in post, that shot's not working, but this way, you know, that could be right, cool. Right, okay. Let it flow that way, yeah. It flows there. Yeah. So
0: do you find, like, sometimes a lot of it comes, like, when you're in post, that's when you're – Oh, that's when the movie's made. That's man. when the vision is actually coming – together oh my
1: gosh yeah you can make you know it's one thing in, in film school um we were each as part of our uh getting certified for editing we were each given the same footage and everybody oh, created wow, a show or, or created yeah. like a little short film movie with this footage that was already given to us and everybody had a different story to tell wow you a know totally
0: different vision yeah exactly wow with okay. the same footage <laughs> that, that's that's really that's really interesting okay yeah. so um so, d- did anything come of like did you kind of um promote uh violet at all did you get that out there Where yeah
1: so i was a little naive in the whole uh film festival thing so i really wanted to push it and send it to film festivals and i did and i did to as much as i could financially because it costs a lot to actually you know print dvds and then mail the dvds and then the submission fees and everything and that's the submission for them to look at it, and not even get accepted like i think i sent it to nine film festivals i didn't get accepted to any film festivals um But I think learning from that, the biggest thing – and, like, I held on to it for a year with nobody seeing it because it needed to be, like, a world premiere. Like, I couldn't put it out there public if I'm going to submit it to film festivals. Okay, yeah. And I thought – I I didn't like that because I wanted people to see it. Like, I didn't – you know, that was the whole reason why I did film festivals so it could have, like, an audience or it could find, like, a bigger audience or something like that but now and everything like that waiting
0: I, process and just not knowing if you're going to be in the festival right. or you
1: and th- and then all of a sudden a like, year goes by and you got this and it's just like all right I can put it out now but I, I would rather just do it and then put it out you know yeah. and then and let it breathe and let it let it do its own thing right um, right uh and that's kind of how I approach when I finish videos uh, short films that are all on my own like I just put them out there you know just right. and the, I just and want
0: you, people to watch it sure and you put them out there on your you have a YouTube channel Got a YouTube channel yeah yeah, so and then Jay's uh, Jay's site, I mean he has got a personal site. It's jmillerfilm.com and uh at that site you can view all of his videos he's done. Again, short films he did a, a full length um which I know that you did cuz I was part of it. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Um, and that's the whole clap thing, man. I love that. You know,
1: like uh, what we did. You know, the biggest thing for me is I love the relationship of music and and video. Like adding the two together is just it creates so much emotion. Just it it you the music does so much to film and that's i love working on it with you guys plus you guys composed the film as well too you know which was very
0: cool it's great because we i mean we we got to marry like the two we got to marry like the visual aspect and the audible aspect and nothing was sourced out it was all in-house which that's pretty yeah exactly (laughs) that's pretty that's pretty special stuff um so yeah that so the full length the food is gone I mean, He's I remember gone. we worked on that for about a year, right? Um, which was a really, really interesting process. Um, actually, Emily was also a part of that too. She starred in that in that film, and she had some funny experiences with that. Um, so, what do you think you learned from you know the food is gone, like making that that short film? And you know what, what was it about? Let's start there. Sure. Um, I don't. Do you want
1: to talk about what, what what it's about? Well, um.
0: yeah. So, I mean. The Food is Gone was uh, an album originally from our guitarist who who wrote, wrote this album a long time ago when he was much younger. And I remember uh, years later when we finally all lived together, uh, his name is Danny Bechtel. He actually <clears throat> operates under the moniker Wandering Still. He has music out too, but he, he had written that album and we decided together that we knew we wanted to do like a full-length film i remember having that conversation then we decided that was going to be it because it was an interesting story about a couple who gets stranded on an island um and you know now thinking about it it's just like i can't believe we actually tried like we we went for it because the story was a couple gets stranded on an island all and they're in the elements and they are on a life raft and they get washed ashore and then there's i mean it's just that uh, the trials that these three people went through on surviving and getting out of the wilderness there, mm-hmm. which was a pretty ambitious project, I feel like, yeah. for a first-time filmmakers.
1: And yes, and one thing I will say is if you ever want to shoot in snow, it's hard. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, yeah, so half of the half of the – Yeah, half of the battle was the wardrobe. Oh, my gosh, yes. We really didn't put much thought into that because when we started, it wasn't nearly the temperatures we were dealing with. Uh, later on, and so my wardrobe was actually.
0: Oh my! Like, I mean, uh, she was I, in a dress.
1: I was in like a mini skirt, basically. Uh, yeah, right. and it
0: was full on. It was snowstorm, it, yeah, it and was I was worried about your health snow. at the time. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, well, well, the the story is a very has a very fantasy theme to it and everything like right. that. So we start out on the beach, you know, you think summer and everything, and then they walk right into the woods, and all of a sudden it's snowing, so. And also waiting for it to snow, <laughs> to, to plan your shooting on when it's going to snow is also hard. Yeah. Um. Uh. But yeah. But yeah. And there, there's a lot of challenges in that film. You know, doing a feature length. Looking back on it, um, we took we took a year to do it. Um, I don't think I would ever take a year to do a full length. Again, but that was our first time. We didn't we didn't really know what we're doing, and we had a we didn't have any time constraints, so no, we no. kind of just went through it. And also, we did not need to wait for snow, so that was another thing. You know, shot in summer, and then had to wait for the snow in the in the winter. Um, and luckily, it did snow. You know, in the times, and one snow happened when we didn't even know it was going to snow, and it worked out really great. It worked amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So much of that was trial and error, though. Sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We, uh, we were a group of seven friends. Yeah. And none of us had acting experience. Oh, I know. It was all just sort of a first time for everybody. But everybody rocked it, But it was so much fun. Yeah. I know. That's what it was.
0: It was great collaborating with everybody. I mean, it was just, it was seven people. It was a bare bones crew. I mean, Jay was filming it. I was helping to direct it. I have never directed a thing in my life, but I knew I wanted to try it um, just because it just seemed like such, like a lot of fun. And I knew immediately that Jay is an excellent resource. I mean, he's a filmmaker. He's got the resources. He's got all the (laughs) tools. He's got the equipment. Um, And it was great just to brainstorm with him, and I think we all did. I mean, it was a pretty great job. So The Food is Gone is something that you can actually see. It's on uh, Jay's website. Um, More interestingly, um, it, it got cut down into Is Gone, which was a short film which basically was this story, but recut. And we got to show that at a film festival or not a film festival, but a short film screening. Yeah.
1: It's like a screaming screening thing. Um, so, uh, in Bristol, PA, um, there's this, uh, woman named Gina and oh my gosh, I'm blanking on her last name, but, uh, so it's La Regina films is her little,
0: which is on Facebook. You can find yes, her
1: La Regina. And, uh, so she has this little, this place in this like complex with a bell tower, And it's this huge room where uh, a community of artists can put their art up there. They have a stage for bands to come play. And then they have a little back room with these couches and a screen where she holds screenings of local and also not local. It could be anybody can submit their their film that they made and just have it screened. You know, it doesn't cost anything. Um, She just accepts donations. She has snacks there. You know, so it's really cool. And it it has great turnouts and everything. But it's really cool that everybody there is it's like people that are in this... Doing the same thing as you You know That are in the, kind of In the same spot as you So right, it's really right. cool To learn from them and, and to ask them questions And just to see Other people's work And It was amazing Yeah The biggest thing is just that You know for me it's just to have people See your stuff Like as a musician right. I'm sure it's It's challenging Just to get people to listen And that's you know Two three minute Four minute long song But right. to have somebody Watch like something That's ten minutes Fifteen minutes That's hard to get somebody Just to sit down If they don't know Or they don't have Any attachment to that Right You know for right. them To put that time in Any, so, any
0: kind of uh, reference or, Yeah yeah, just going into it blindly. Yeah, it's, it's very, yeah, very hard. Yeah. I had the opportunity to accompany Jay, so did Emily, um, to one of these film screenings. And I mean, it what struck me right away was I mean, you got a group of local people. This is again Bristol PA, this is local to the area. Um, and it was uh people from all ages and uh just people you wouldn't normally think, or you you would look at them and you and you uh, it was amazing to know that they had their own projects, that they actually worked hard in these short films like in their off time. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a community, um, it was a community based opportunity for everyone to come in and screen something and then talk about it, Mm -hmm. you know, and try to figure out like what was good about it, what wasn't good about it, you know, like what influenced them. And I thought that was just have a conversation about it, you
1: know, you know, um, and the great thing was not everybody there was filmmakers you know in a sense right. they were filmmakers but it's not what they did you know they had other jobs and but it's they had a they have a passion for it which is amazing you know and that's that's the biggest thing if you have a passion for it go and do it you know it's so easy right now for somebody to uh, get a very inexpensive camera a freaking iphone you know or whatnot right. and that's the biggest also that's that's a, one thing is like doesn't matter what you shoot on like you can have a red camera just having a red camera isn't going to make you have a great video or a great whatever you're going to shoot it's it's what you do with the technology that you have available to you you know that's right that's where you can really shine and, and show your artistic skill and put your vision to something you know and I don't, I don't want it to be anybody to be discouraged if they don't have something like a big expensive camera to be just like, I can't make something, make something, make you know? it something matter.
0: Yeah. I think maybe a lot of people get discouraged by that. They sure. feel like they don't have sure. the, the means to do it. But I mean, we live in a, in a, the technology available to everybody. I mean, again, the iPhone, every, everyone's got one. Everyone's got a smartphone of some kind. They all shoot video. You can put together a, a film. You can do a video. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's very cool. So I, I kind of want to talk about your uh, the music videos that you were involved in. Sure. Um, you've done a couple for some uh, some local bands, uh, Vita and the Wolf.
1: Vita and Wolf, yes.
0: Yeah, if you want to talk a little bit about her, how did you meet? How, how, well, how did you get started with that band, that project, and and how did that come about? Sure.
1: So Vita and the Wolf, that's Wolf with two O's, like Virginia Wolf. Uh, it's an amazing three piece band uh, from Philadelphia. Jen Pegg is the lead singer and the mastermind behind it. And she's a rock star. Um, so I met them and I did a Kickstarter for their album. And, uh, I, and I reached out to them. She used to live in Westchester. She lives in Philly now. So, and we just connected on Facebook and then we met up and we talked and she's like, yeah, we're doing an album. It'd be cool to have a Kickstarter cause they're going to do a Kickstarter. It'd be cool to have a video with it. So right, yeah. we did something like that. So that's how I, I started working with them. And then a month later I went on tour with them, <laughs> which is pretty rad. Um, went down to South by Southwest. Uh, that was, uh, my second tour actually, because my first tour was with you guys. That's right. On your Dark Forest. That's right. We yes. did about
0: 14 dates. Um, which was awesome. Yeah. That was a completely different experience. I'm sure. than the Vita and the Wolf tour. I mean, like you said, you went down to South by Southwest and, um, how was that? I mean, what was that like? Like going on, you know, an official tour with this band. I mean, how many dates you did? You said you did like 24 dates.
1: We did, I think it was 23 or 24 days and we did 21 shows and wow. yeah, uh, we spent, Five days in Austin, uh three days in New Orleans and the rest uh were like one day offs in each city that we're in. So we did like a trek down the east coast and then down along the Gulf and everything, down to Austin where that was our goal, south by southwest. You know, right, right. we were there for five days and then we worked our way back up. Um, it was great. Like I'd never been to you know, New Orleans before and it was, you know, it was awesome. Never been to Texas. That was the furthest West I've been Texas. So wow, wow. You know, not very well traveled. Um, so, so that was awesome. Um, and you know, the experience was great. I didn't do exactly everything I want to like for your tour. I, I, video, I, I made a documentary of the tour. Um, it was, it was, your tour was way more, I'm going to say relaxed in a sense where I didn't put myself in a position with a lot of roles. Like, I drove pretty right. much almost the whole time because, yeah, Well, yeah, I, mean, I mean, yeah, you, you had to. <laughs> you got your
0: car sickness, which, again, wasn't. It's my Achilles heel. Yeah. yeah. So
1: I drive, So uh, which is cool because well, I was like being It wasn't the worst thing for us. I yeah. mean, I
0: mean, hell, <laughs> someone wants to drive the whole way, that's fine. Let right them drive.
1: But I, I took on a little too many roles with uh, Vita, which uh, kind of hindered um, – my ability to really film a lot and, and to create a tour video, which is what I set out to do. Um, so like, I, I kind of, in a sense, somewhat tour managed for him and I drove the whole way and I did tons of photos. Um, so I kind of honed my photo skills and everything. Okay, great. Yeah. Um, but it was a great, it was a great experience. the relationships I, I gained with uh, the members of the band um, is, is something that uh, I really take, as the highlight of okay, that yeah. tour, you know, just the relationship with the three. Sure, yeah. And the, really the relationship grew with the bassist, uh, Bobby Cleveland, who uh, is now in a different band. Which but you did a video for. I've done two videos for them, yeah. And I, I just love what he is doing with his music. Uh, he is Con Cohen, and uh, he's in Brooklyn right now. Um, but – and he's great cuz he's as as a filmmaker you know even though i love collaborating right. but he's like jay i know you can do just do your thing and i was just like awesome oh dude. man yeah that's that's amazing <laughs> yes. when yes. someone just comes out and yes. just lets you have full game. free range. yeah exactly he's game for it all so um i was very uh, happy with that and we made some cool we made two cool videos and we're going to make another video soon so
0: wow yeah that's really cool so the two songs so that they have an ep out they have an
1: ep out melanie
0: Okay, and you did songs, and you did videos for two songs, which, uh, uh, uh the names Kites are? Kites and
1: Crows, okay. and what's the other name? Indian.
0: Um, Indians, okay, cool. Um, so you also did, uh, let's talk about Whitney Payton. I know that you've been involved with some projects with her, sure. a documentary, I think.
1: So, yeah, so I, I reached out out of the blue to Whitney, um, crazy thing is she went to the same high school as me, um, and I didn't even know, <laughs> she was in the gray below me, um, but uh, yeah, so I and she's local, uh, so I, and she's she's doing big things for herself. So I was amazed that she got back to me and was like, Yeah, I'd love to collaborate on something. And um, I'm currently editing a, a little documentary I did with her, and but I did two music videos for her. Um, and uh, I'm just very gracious that she's allowed me to you know collab with her and, and create some right. cool stuff. And she's and she's doing great things. She's on tour, she's been on tour since the beginning of this year and i don't think she's gonna stop till the end of the year like she's doing hardcore touring right now wow Um, so so she's she's rocking it yeah and uh i'm I'm just i'm happy with that relationship that's what i love uh you know one thing for me and definitely working with artists like whitney i would say is is the artist that's like in a sense the biggest like she's got a lot of likes on facebook and everything like that um but a lot of the artists i work with are, are just local Artists, you know that right. that are trying to find a, a following, or just getting started, or you know they're just you know
0: trying trying to get like a, a good um, trying to get their feet wet in the scene, right or right. in the area and in the local community. Yeah.
1: yeah, And one of the biggest things I learned is uh, some bands, I, I don't know, uh, they they might feel obligated if if say you approach them and be it's like I love, I want to do a video for you and they would be just like well we don't have any money to do it and that's one thing for me is I don't want money to be the deciding factor in not creating art, you know? Right. Um, and I, I don't want that to be a burden. And so that's why I do this collaborative thing where I, I just I, – we just make a video that will benefit us both, you know? That's going to help be a great visual representation of your sco- of your song. Right. Plus, you know, help me show my work when you put it out there. And it, it's been working out pretty well, you know? So Yeah, I mean I, you're I able to get your
0: name on things and, yeah. and they're able to – put their name on things that you're doing and it's a complete collaboration so you get you know some equal exposure and you get your name out there yeah yeah that yeah that's amazing um so yeah so you started you went to the film school you came home you started in focus media or you didn't i'm sorry you, you started in focus media you were part of a yeah. uh, video net you did in focus media so you've done these music videos you've done some short films um so say like if someone wants to reach out to you or like they they want to work with you personally um how would they go about doing that? And, like, a, a, what's the best way of reaching you if they want to...
1: The best way of reaching for me is uh, just searching me out online, I guess. Like, jmillerfilm.com. That's my uh, that's my website. Um, you can friend me on Facebook, J. Miller. Uh, I probably want to type J. Miller Westchester just because there's so many freaking J. Millers in the world. Right, <laughs> J. Right. Millers, you know. I got a common last name. Um, but, yeah, um, just don't be afraid to reach out to me. Like, one thing... like. I would never say no to anybody. Like, if somebody asks me they have an idea for a video, I'll never be like, no. You know, I'll be just like, oh, let's let's see if we can work this out, you know? Right. So I'll always listen to anybody that tries to reach out to me, either other filmmakers or artists or anybody that has an idea or wants to create something, you know, please.
0: Right, right. That's amazing. So – so what are some highlights of stuff, like projects you've worked on? Like what are some kind of defining experiences you might have had or, or something special, like some takeaways that you've gotten from, you know, since since you've been involved in doing all these different projects around this area and helping out these artists? Uh, takeaways in a sense, um,
1: I, I don't know, but like things I learned on set or, or, or things.
0: Yeah, like um, I, guess, I guess the way to phrase it would be um, – has it driven you, these experiences doing like these videos, I mean, is this something that's going to become a lifelong, like this is what you want to completely do? And I mean, has there been any defining experiences where you're like, yes, this is why I want to do this?
1: Sure, sure. Well, I, you know, I can go right back to Kutztown. Um, so when I was uh, in the second year of Kutztown, um, when I was really thinking and almost going to go to film school you know right that in the back of my mind being it's like i can't do coastline anymore i need to do something else and i want to do film but i'd never been on a film set before i never had that opportunity so uh on craigslist which craigslist is an amazing place again, <laughs> I'm yeah. say it again yeah <laughs> but uh so there was a nyu student uh who was shooting his thesis film in lehigh valley and um i responded to it it was just a pa job and uh They said, yeah, we can have you on the set. I was like, that's awesome. So uh, I I drove out there and uh, was on set. um, And in my mind, I'd never been on set before. So I'm thinking, all right, so I'll be on set for like five, six hours. I don't know, you know. But I didn't know I was on set for 23 straight hours. Like it was a long day. Oh, my goodness. And plus they gave me – and like I had just basic ideas of like small sets with lights and everything. But this was – they had uh, a cast of I think six people. They had – over 30 crew um they had fire ambulance like, wow. a so this, was like a production. this was huge production like i went from a very grill style like three four person crew to like a massive set and I, i'm sorry i didn't do that because i wasn't in film school yet but <laughs> this was like my first thing like being on set, set. sure yeah yeah um, yeah and uh so and i'll never forget this they so, so the scene was a night shot in the woods by this creek river, and the actors okay. were in the river. And uh, so I saw up on set at 10 a.m. and I'm I thinking we're gonna shoot soon, but we don't shoot till it's night. So <laughs> there's a lot of prep work to get this together. Wow. Uh, yeah. So everything's just like happening around me. And uh, these uh, production guys, they point at me, and they're just like, "You're gonna operate the Jenny lift." And I was like, "Okay." <laughs> and, wow! And so, you had,
0: I mean, this is like your first opportunity of working with like this equipment, so you've never done it before.
1: And Jenny lift, is like a construction equipment. You know, right. it's not like film equip. You know, film thing. You know, but it, it's it's it, it shoots you. Up, it's like a a, 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 cherry, lift, picker. a cherry picker lift. that will throw you up like three stories or something like that. And what it was is the they had attached stadium lights to the back of this, and I was acting as the floodlight. The, the the, the moon or in the sense the, the light from the moon in the scene. Oh, wow. So okay. they, uh, and me, like it was warm during the day, but very cold at night. And I only had a t-shirt on. <laughs> and like, so oh before God. they put me, like before I went up in the, uh, in the Jenny lift, uh, uh, this amazing, uh, gaffer girl gave me her jacket and this other production guy gave me a pack of cigarettes and he's just like all right you're gonna be up there for a little bit yeah <laughs> i oh was like god. yeah And there's like he's like this control goes up this control goes right and i was just like oh my god all right so it's like i shoot myself up to the top of the tree line and everything and i got the lights uh behind me and i was up there for like good like five hours straight and the, you know they radio in just just like pan the lights a little left pan the left all right good and just sit and chill and I was up there, you know, uh, in the tree lines. It was was very interesting to be, like, just sitting on top of, (laughs) you know, and had this aerial perspective of all the – everything that was happening down below, but – uh, and I had a nice little friend, Al, who was, uh, you know, an actual owl. <laughs> not not a guy named Al, but like, <laughs> an, <laughs> like, owl. like an actual owl. Right. O-W-L. In a, yeah, O-W-L. Not like Al Borland's ne- next to you. That would be amazing.
0: <laughs> but he wasn't.
1: But yeah, no, it's an owl sitting next to a tree. And there, next to me, I'm, I'm just thinking he's going to fly away. But he never did. You know, he just chilled there the whole time. So that was pretty wild. Uh, but yeah, that was that – was, so – and then that day ended, that long day ended. And I was just like, that was awesome. You know, it wasn't right. – it wasn't – what I wanted to do in a sense. Cause I, I knew I wanted to be more in a role of, a, not necessarily that not, not every role is not important on the set, but, but you want to be a, a key part of it. Right. You, exactly. you wanted to be part yes. of
0: the, the actual, like the, uh, the creative aspect behind it. All. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly.
1: More, more into what goes into the picture, you know, and right. everything. Uh, so that really, that, that time on that set really was like, okay, I'm going to go to film school. Wow.
0: Yeah. So that was just like, that was like a defining moment. Yeah um okay great so uh craigslist i mean so you use that to get that first job and i remember yeah. even utilizing craigslist well, on and the, and the food is gone that's right yeah yeah,
1: yeah. so craigslist is amazing we're gonna say it all over again that's the theme of this <laughs> podcast right now craigslist is amazing uh so so we had to so so for these individuals for the food is gone going back to the food is gone the three individuals that end up on the beach from a disaster that happens and we had it be a plane crash, you know, and these people survived the plane crash. They came up on shore. So on a plane crash, you know, they just didn't wash up. We wanted them to be in like one of those rafts, you know, that come from a plane, you know, the survival the, raft. The so raft, yeah. Craigslist <laughs> there's a dude in Wilmington who had one. And the thing is they're like, they're like one and done. It's like, you can't repack them or anything. So it was an actual real survival raft I remember from the from-
0: 1980s. From a plane. From I a mean, plane. Like a plane light That hadn't
1: <laughs> been open. The thing had dates of when it was expired and it was like expired a decade ago. Do, and- you, remember, do you remember how much you spent on that? uh 75 what or 100
0: yeah i think we talked him down to 75 i think yeah. we talked, but cool, we talked down to 75 yeah you, you
1: boys came home grinning ear to ear like you won a million dollars and you I... just came home with this dusty sack that <laughs> we we had no idea if it would work and that's the thing we had no <laughs> idea if it was gonna work was because gonna like work. we can't open it up and be just like oh check it out and be just like oh yeah it's good and put it back in no it's like you release it once and then you know it works. so that was kind of we didn't really think that, like that kind of like depend that that this, it, this, a lot of it depended on that work yeah this prop was it very was, important it was but, our one and only prop for exactly. the entire film yeah. yeah exactly and so we get on we're at the beach and it's it's our first shots and so we're like all right this is kind of like do or die time here I let's know. inflate this thing so is it gonna inflate yeah for us? so we took out the thing and if you pull the string out of it and it,
0: and it it, it, it
1: inflated everything
0: came right to life i mean it great. was expired too i remember it said like it was yeah. not not supposed yeah. to work it,
1: it it was like legit it had food in it it had you know like flares, flares. like yeah. it was
0: legit like oh, it, it was very camera. legit
1: yes so legit that uh <laughs> we drew a little unwanted, unwanted attention, attention yes. from the guard. Oh my guys so so yeah so so we it, luckily enough we pretty much got on all of our shots with it but what we didn't know is i don't even know if it was like so much that they read a beacon because it had a flashing light on top once you deployed it and everything, you know, because, you know, I guess so, so they can track you, I guess, when it's deployed. I guess. Yeah. Or, or I, whatnot or, or right. something, you know, it sends out a signal something. I don't know. But we we're shooting with it and we we're just on the on the beach, you know, on the shore. We weren't like in the ocean with it. We we're just right where the waves crashed. And um, uh, all of a sudden. It had been like an hour. It had been like an hour. Something yeah. like that. And then there's a pickup that comes onto the beach and barreling onto the beach, (laughs) barreling onto the beach coming towards us. And I'm thinking, Oh great. What do we do? I'm like, ah, and and, dudes with guns. And then two dudes with vests and like, automatic rifles right like, right, right. Okay. pop out i had no idea i thought like, we were in so much. Th- yeah there's like what's going on here you know is everybody okay we're just like oh no we're just doing uh, filming something for school you know shooting photos i mean yeah i think it was, was like, like a photo was shoot. Like, we said. yeah and and they were cool about it but it, for a second i was just like whoa <laughs> what do we do here but they saw it uh, I don't know if it was from a plane or or somebody passing. I, I guess somebody overhead had to see it and then called it in, I and they the sent the national guard. Was after looking us. At, yeah, <laughs> and and they they you know once they saw it, there was nothing bad happening or no, anything I think malicious, I, what or, I remember or is they just let us in go. Then, yeah, I mean. yeah, they're just like have fun. And I was like, that's amazing. But yeah, that was
0: crazy. Yeah, that was crazy. I mean, that yeah. whole filming experience was just was just crazy. I mean, working on that thing for over a year i mean yeah it's just learning i think i mean i learned a lot on that project um filmmaking is tough i mean like just coming you know getting these stories and getting great ideas and and how to um just be able to tell that story properly through visual it's really hard Mm
1: -hmm. yeah i think the hardest thing is especially if it's an original piece is writing you know that's that's the hardest part for me because i'm not a writer or anything like that um but I think with all of our collective minds, we and plus we had a nice little backbone story. We to did, yeah, our writing absolutely, to, helped yeah. and everything. Um, but yeah, writing writing is 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 a hard thing if you're trying to think of like original stuff, you know, and and to and to make uh, a viable story or you know, right, you know, a story that's going to make sense to us and then hopefully to somebody else.
0: You know? Right. That's so I mean, have. is that is that your goal long term? Is that do you want to get involved with more projects that or that are. Uh, film uh, Not film Movie based Where you're doing These movie projects
1: Yeah yeah for sure So I kind of have like It's not It's, not, it's like a two year plan You know in a sense Um, In 2018 I, I'm gonna go to LA So I'm gonna Test that out See if I can Make it, you know, or see see what city of angels. Yeah, exactly. That's
0: where I mean. That's where you got to go if you want to be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean that's that's where it seems like L. A. is where you're gonna go if you're if you want to get into the film industry. Sure, absolutely. Yeah,
1: and I have no idea what to expect when I get out there. You know, it could be a total bust or it could it could work out great. You know, I have no idea, and that's but I feel. It's the only way for me to progress in doing more what I want to do because I don't want to do the corporate videos my whole life and everything. That's what led me to do more work with artists and doing these creative stuff is just because I needed that creative outlet to do these pieces. That's what made me feel good at the end of the day. So I I feel L.A. uh, will – be good for me in that i don't Help know you transition out of the Help corporate world i know it's going to be total you know 180 for me when i go out there i'm not going to know hardly anybody um it's going to really going to put my social anxiety to work but
0: <laughs> well, i mean i'm going to be honest it sounds a lot like when you come came out from film school you didn't yeah. know what you were going to do True. You did, you, i mean there was nothing ahead there was no plans mm-hmm. um yeah. and then the next nine years fly by, and, and here you are now. So who knows what could happen with, in L.A.? I mean, you just never know. True. I think the most important thing is that you're putting yourself out there, and yeah, that's... that's Just keep doing it,
1: you know? Like, I, I feel if I'm not doing some kind of creative work or, or filming something or have an idea of filming something or, you know, just in the planning part of putting an idea together, like, I, I feel like I'm wasting time or something like right, that. Like right, Like, I feel like I'm not putting myself to good use, so that's what I've been doing for the past like nine years or not nine years, but like, let's say past like three or four years, like just constantly like, committing
0: yourself to projects. I mean, I mean, you're always stuff. looking for new projects.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like I'll never turn down a project, you know, cause creating the visual art to me is so uh, rewarding um, and uh, fulfilling for me. Um, and I just
0: hope to continue to do it. Right. Uh, well, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's just something you continue to work at. I mean, So, I mean, is there any, like, kind of specific styles you like to utilize now, like when you're making these videos, stylizing um, certain ways or, 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 like, an idea that you're certainly, like, attracted to or, like, when you approach either music videos or uh, videos that you're doing?
1: Yeah, one thing I like to – like I said, I like collaborating, you know. So I I want it to be all of our ideas together on a a shoot. Um, uh, I've been utilizing slow-mo quite often. Um, I feel feel slow motion is uh, such a powerful – uh effect um like you can have somebody walking down a sidewalk regular speed and you can get a feeling from that but then have that same person walking down the same sidewalk but slow it down half the speed and
0: it gives that a very dramatic effect it it gives a
1: dramatic effect and it also i don't know if it's if so much for the viewer has uh more time to process and to just uh develop a a sense of feeling for that shot if it's in slow motion um, and also the 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 effect that music has with slow motion, too. You know, you just create all these different emotions. And, you know, it's an emotion that I have in my head when I'm with that shot that's in slow-mo. But sure. if if somebody's viewing it, I want them to have their own emotion, you know. I don't want to say this is the emotion that you should feel from the shot. Yeah, you want to you know? leave it open-ended. Leave, leave it open-ended, you right. know. Right, have like,
0: people be able to interpret it. Yeah, like I told
1: you this before, and I don't know if you were totally on board with this, but I was like... I like it when people don't like my films. Right, <laughs> right, 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 right. Because it's—I
0: mean, it's—it's it's eliciting some kind of emotional response, whether it's positive or negative. Right. Yeah. I mean, that is what art is about. I mean, people are going to have their own reactions sure, sure. to your stuff. I'm not
1: going to hate anybody if they hate my stuff. If—if anything, you—you—you you, you had to have a strong it. emotion. You, you, right. Yeah. You had to watch it, but you know, you had a strong enough emotion to say you didn't like it. You know, but at least you watched it. So
0: yeah, exactly. <laughs> it matters. So that's great, Jay. So, I mean, so Jay has got his own uh, website. It's it's jmiller.film.
1: No, jmillerfilm.com. <laughs> I'm sorry. jmillerfilm.com. miller. See, your
0: email is jmiller.film. Yes. At Gmail.
1: Well, it's actually jmiller.film
0: at Gmail. Okay. <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> but okay. Or, or, yeah.
1: well, here, oh, here's the thing. well, here's the thing. So, my name's Jason Miller, but I decided to go. I. J, you know like uh, attached J. it's the easiest J-Y, way to why yeah, sure sure just, yeah
0: just, so yeah. i mean yeah the easiest way to get in contact with you is your facebook or you can yeah. go to jmillerfilm.com. that's right and see all the the videos you've done and mm-hmm. um so that's great so do you have any uh, perhaps like parting words for people um how about any advice for people that are trying to get into the industry say someone who had come out of film school just like you and doesn't know where to start I, so there really is no
1: starting point. I think the the, the the starting point should be your level of commitment. Like you got to be committed to it. Like it, me getting into film, I, co- I had to commit a lot of time, energy, sacrifice, hanging out with friends, you know, right. to, to pursue something that I love. Um, so I think that's first and foremost is you got to really have a passion for it. And you're not gonna, you know, money is not uh, something that's gonna come easily in this industry. Um, so, like, I don't make anything in the, in the creative works that I do. If anything, I, I pay for them. Like in, right. in the in the furry, with me and Mark went and uh, did a little documentary on a furry, but that all came out of my pocket. I think we when we split it, and I think it was like seven hundred dollars total. You know, because hotel rooms, we drove out to. uh Right, uh, Columbus, to, to Ohio. Ohio. For the furry yeah, so, yeah, project. Gas, hotel rooms, you know. Um, that so was a wild that... – That was all funded ourselves. And we did, we created it, and then we just put it online, you know, and just, yeah. let, just have people view it, you know, and we got good positive reactions from it. Yeah, um, so
0: the the furry short film, which is called uh, – Isabella. Isabella. So, I mean, I, I, I helped you. I went to Ohio with you um, when we filmed that, and that, that was just a really interesting experience. I think I, I got a lot out of that because this girl – um she did the furry i mean she had the furry costume right. that's something that she liked to engage in um and she i remember we went to a rave yeah we went to her high school where she had dressed i mean this is a very brave a girl yeah. i mean she i mean she coming to school uh, dressed like that very individualistic um the takeaway i mean i got a lot out of that because it was very um we really got to know her i feel like mm. i know her more than i know some people <laughs> that uh, like i i'm friends with
1: yeah, well, well, the thing was she, she was very open, you know, and that that's great as a, as a as, as you if you're doing a documentary and you're doing a documentary on a, a living subject, you know, right. for that person to be open with you and to, and to not hold back, you know, because that's that's really you know we want to hear what their life is you know and that was the most
0: Uh, gratifying part of that like just getting to know these people and then being able to put that together visually like in your film
1: and and to go back to like how i do documentaries like you know furry was like kind of like the the visual theme in a sense that but it was more so about her you know and what we learned about like i did going into like when i was filming the dominatrix i didn't research what a dominatrix is or anything like that i'd rather her tell me what she does and what a domin- domination is to her and everything, okay, right. and same thing with the furry. You know, like I went on a Facebook furry group and like on fa- and Facebook and like posted like like uh, I'd be interested to um, do a little piece on anybody if anybody wants to tell their story. You know, and this high school senior in Columbus, Ohio, was like, yes, and we were, I was like, okay, cool, yeah, that's amazing, and it, it was it was pretty. Pretty insane, and she didn't tell her parents until I think a couple of days before we drove out there. <laughs> to, oh my her parents were like, "Who are these two dudes coming that are to coming? film my daughter?" Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> to film, they're filming you. Yeah, we're just like, "Yeah, hey, we're like ten years older, and yeah. we're we're here to film your your daughter." Right,
1: right. But it was it was great. We and and I, I, we called the high school and we got permission from the principal to film in there. Like everyone is very, everybody is great. But like, so going into it, so we had this idea of she she was a. She was a furry. She was into uh, that uh, subculture and that community, and we wanted to see what it was like. But it, it was less about her being a furry, and more about what a furry to her made her as a person. You know, okay, like, right? How like she she was bullied in school. Uh, she was bullied by underclassmen. She was having family troubles. Like her her younger sister threw out a bunch of her clothes because they weren't cool enough to wear in school. And this was a very conservative. Town like it was Columbus Ohio like
0: you wear your hat backwards and people are gonna be just like why is your hat backwards you yeah know? Like, yeah <laughs> so and and to have someone you know in a, a conservative er- uh, um, environment like that sure to, it, to it, go out in a limb and be wearing these uh, get you know be an individual and go and put yourself out there that was amazing it's hard to
1: be an inv- individual and and to be yourself and and she was doing so her friends her close friends knew that she uh, would. Put on her furry outfit and would would you know had this whole community of friends that she had that weren't her regular friends and everything they knew that but right. not the mass knew that but uh, she agreed and it was actually her idea to wear her furry suit to school you know while right. we were there so and the reaction you know that we, was we, we weren't after like reaction reactions but it was right. like it was it was I. I I would say it was very liberating for her to do that. You know, absolutely. One thing that she said was that she was truly herself when she was behind the mask because nobody really saw her and she had an opportunity to not have anybody see her and perceive her, perceive her, you know, in a different way right. or, or something like that.
0: So, um, and they got to experience her in a different way and she didn't have yeah. to be so exposed. Right. Right. And even it, though it, it looked very exposing because she was, uh, kind of stood, stood out. <laughs> yeah. Just a very interesting uh, piece.
1: Yeah, but, you know, to get back on, you know, uh, for kids that are coming out of uh, college that are looking to get into the industry, uh, like I said, again, like the biggest thing is just have the will to work hard and do it. And don't uh, take any opportunity that is in front of you or that you can see that you can be a part of and go do it. You know, be a PA on a set. Uh, Go help out somebody with a music video. Go shoot something with your iPhone, um, create something. Cause that only leads to your next project, more ideas for your next project or, or, or things you learn from that. And you're going to take it to your next. you can only, you can only build upon that. Like for me, I learned something new every shoot and I take what I learned new or take what I learned, but didn't work well in a shoot and adapt that to the next shoot. So each shoot is different and evolving and, you know, and things aren't stale and it's just, you know, yeah, keep it moving that way.
0: Yeah, that, that's great. So, I mean, and is there any future projects um, that we should be looking for? I know you did some stuff with Abby Reimold.
1: Yeah, Abby. Oh, Abby's great. Uh, so Abby Reimold, that's, she's a musician in Philly and uh, her band, Abby Reimold, uh, is amazing. Uh, she's very gracious. Very talented. Yeah, very girl. talented, but I, I'm so grateful of her for allowing me to, to film her and everything. We did like a little mini doc uh, for her release of her album. Uh, and did two music videos, uh, one, two for two singles off that album, um, but also she's a good friend. You know, that's another thing. Like all the relationships I gained with uh, these musicians, they're they're not just. People I do videos
0: with, but they're friends I do videos with. Right, it's not just someone you're working with; it's yeah. someone that and, you're now friends and, with. And we weren't
1: friends to begin. You know, we didn't know each other, but right. you know, we gained relationships. And I, I take that uh, as as uh, you know a top thing to, to get out of it for me. You know, is, is creating like getting that relationship and, be, yeah. and being friends with these people, and you know, and making more art with them, and them being comfortable with me, and then uh, other people that know the artists see the work, and it just snowballs from there in a sense.
0: Right. So you did, you did two videos with her. Any interesting, um, anecdotes from, from, from filming the videos with her? Like, Uh,
1: yeah, well one, um, uh, so it was the first shot of the, well, uh, well, well, this is just something that happened on set. (laughs) Uh, so the music video for mask, uh, we're heading to our first location and it's in the city and it's in this like restaurant and we're heading down to like the basement where the kitchen is and everything. And we didn't even start shooting yet. We haven't set up our first shot, and I slip on the steps and oh. I fall down the steps. Oh my god! Yeah, I hurt my shoulder, and it hurt for a
0: long time, and it still kind of hurts right now. But <laughs> <laughs>
1: and that was like what six months ago or
0: something. Yeah, you but, have been talking about that. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god.
1: Yeah, but that was that was that was crazy. That was a long day. Plus, I had a corporate shoot after that shoot. But um, uh, I, I don't know. Um, she she's one of the artists that also allowed me to just be my creative self and and to whatever looked good to me. And, uh, so, um, that was fun. That, that's always, uh, good when an artist is, yeah, that's a good experience. Yeah.
0: So she, she was great about that. So maybe you'll work with her again in the future. Oh, for sure.
1: For sure. Yeah.
0: So that's great. So like I said, do you have any, do you have any projects that are coming out that we should look for or anything interesting that, that we, um, that hasn't been released yet that will be?
1: Sure. Yeah. So, um, I'm part of a, uh, a film, that's a sequel that we're filming right now uh last year we shot it it's called dinner and the sequel is called dinner movie two and uh the the thing we shot last year uh did very well got into comic-con in philly i got into another couple of festivals and i was just sound and i produced it um and now this one the sequel um dp producing as well um and also co-directing because our director is the lead actor in it so oh wow yeah yeah, so she's in front of the camera so i got to. Handle all the crew while you know getting ready for the shots, yeah. But that's that's a really really cool project, and again, this is this is a project where it's just individuals coming together to create art, like, we're not worried about money, it's all we're doing this all in our uh, own time. Uh, for the one we shot last year, we shot it in three nights from starting at 6 p.m. till 3 a.m. each morning. So we would go to work Jeez. and then after work, show up there 6 a.m. to 3, grab a couple hours of sleep, everybody go to work. Come back, do it again, but nobody complained. You know, everybody was in for it because, first off, the director Alex, she was, she had a vision and she had the attitude of, um, uh, like really, like getting this done. You know, a very positive attitude, which right. she fed had, to everybody else. She had you know, just so. a
0: kind of a good leadership persona yes, on the project. Yeah, yeah, that's probably important yeah. when you're working on this.
1: So that's going to be a really cool project when that's finished, and it should be out in fall. Um, because our editor's moving to LA, and he said he will finish editing it before he moves. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> so we have that kind of guarantee.
0: <laughs> so that's great. So that's the dinner yeah. too. Um, yeah. so uh, the first one, do you, where where can people find that?
1: Uh, if you just search on Facebook, dinner movie. Okay. Um, that's where you can find it. I don't know if we have a website for that or not. I don't know, but um, if you link through me, you could definitely find it.
0: Okay. So again, so so Jay's Jay has a site. Uh, Jay Miller. Film.com, which you can see all of his short films, all of his uh, music videos, um, things, projects he's working on. You can contact him through Facebook. Um, his email, jasonmiller.film at gmail.com. You can contact him through there. Did I get that email right? Me. Okay, that's great. And I again, I, I, I want to thank you, Jay, for taking some time out of your day and, and talking to us and talking to Don't DIY because um, we're trying to get the word out about people around the area that are, are involved with other projects, other artists, um and you're certainly involved in that stuff so I appreciate you coming and talking. No,
1: thank you, Mark, and I I, I feel that's uh, I I I love the platform of this podcast and I, I I love what you you know the title of it don't do Di- DIY you know because we all do we, we're doing DIY but we shouldn't be just doing it ourselves we should be the whole DIY community
0: working together right working together to kind of broadcast all of our, each other's projects right. I think that's important you know it's not a solitary thing so right right. We, it, it needs to be a community so again jay thanks a lot cheers to you buddy thanks nice, mark and uh we will thanks, um Sam. <laughs> thank you yes and thank you to my lovely wife for joining on the conversation um all right so this has been this episode of don't diy um jay thanks for coming and we will talk to you soon yes yes all right all right have a good night